This drink, I like it. I know, it's great, right? Another! What is going on, everybody? That's right. We're back already. We wanted to make it up to you. We did have a little uh, gap week there, so we wanted to give you two episodes in a row. And we also want to stay on top of the big movies that are coming out. So you get another brand new episode this week. Yay. Uh, and yeah. also, we've got a really <laughs> <Yeah>. fun. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. You know, we could have skirted it. <laughs> we could have. You sounded like fine. that guy from The Simpsons, the nerdy one. I forget what his name is. I don't Frank? watch that show, so I have no idea. Dr. Fink, yeah. He's like, Bang. you don't watch The Simpsons? No, I don't. Ever. Like, you've <laughs> I mean, never... I've watched it. No, I've watched it before. I just, it's not my thing. Okay. Mm. It currently is not great, but like back in the day it was. Gotcha. All, all the way up to season 15 is golden, I think. Still don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. I, I so. don't know all the seasons, but sure. <laughs> uh, today we've got a bunch of stuff to talk about. We got a big Marvel movie to talk about, but we also got some big trailers to talk about. So we're going to be jumping right in. Now, uh, I think it was just the other day, a brand new trailer, our first trailer for the new Garfield movie. Yes, the movie that everyone's been clamoring for. Another Garfield movie is coming out, an animated film with Chris Pratt, of course, as the voice of the titular cat. We got our first look at it. This is our first trailer. What do we think? Let's start with Nancy, because you look like you're so excited to talk about this movie. <laughs> well, it's funny because when I saw we were going to do the Garfield trailer, I hadn't watched it yet. And I was like, Ugh freaking a we gotta do the garfield trailer like, what the fuck <laughs> and i started watching it i was like oh he's so adorable talk about a turnaround i want to mm -hmm. see this movie and then chris pratt started talking i was like oh yeah i forgot he was gonna do this movie <laughs> no <Yeah>. i'm good <laughs> and not even because chris pratt i thought i thought it was gonna be a movie like about him becoming friends with John and like, you know, him growing up. So then when it cut to him just being an adult cat and, you know, Garfielding it up, I was like, meh, now nah, I'm not as interested. I feel like mm -hmm. they should have just kept it to him being cute and adorable and a little kitty cat. And then I would have wanted to watch it. <laughs> kitty cat. Yeah. But now <laughs> not me. so much. Now it just reminds me of wedding crashes. Call me kitty cat. <laughs> <laughs> but also like, why is this trailer almost three minutes long? Like, yeah, there's a weird Why? trend going on now, huh? I know. And now we're getting like two. Yeah, we're getting three minute trailers. That's not a teaser. <laughs> Gave half the movie. That drives me insane. So yeah, <laughs> I'm. It's fine. I'm not gonna see it but, unless you guys make me. But we might. We might make you. <laughs> listen, listen. That's that that that's if Tom makes us. All right. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, honestly, I don't. I don't think any of us really want to see this movie. I mean. The thing is, is like, I've never been a Garfield guy, didn't grow up with Garfield, wasn't really my thing. Um, and then Hollywood apparently just thinks that the only person who should be voicing animated characters is Chris Pratt. And the thing that bothers me, it's not Chris Pratt. It's the fact that he doesn't do anything. <laughs> it's just like, it's literally just his voice. And it's yeah. just like, okay, well, I mean, what did anyone expect? It literally just sounds like Chris Pratt as a cat. Yeah. Um, and while his, his voice didn't bother me in Mario, I actually thought it was better than I thought it was going to be there. Um, this just sounds like Chris Pratt and like, it just doesn't look any, like anything new. It doesn't look particularly funny. Uh, the beginning was definitely a little bit different and I like that. But then once it shifts gears to like your typical kids comedy, I was like, all right, I'm out. And it's just like, yeah, I have no desire to see this movie like at all. Yeah. So Andres. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Again, I think you guys have said it best. I mean, right off the bat, they really endear us to the character Garfield, and then they lose us the second he starts talking. Not It's not because of Chris Pratt, but it also just feels like the voice doesn't match that yeah. animation style. And this is probably going to be maybe the fourth animated movie that Chris Pratt has voiced something in, and there's no differentiation at all. So the other two? Lego, Lego 2, um, oh. Mario, and then this. Oh, yeah. He didn't do any other voices? He probably did, but we yeah, probably, we're probably just forgetting. <laughs> Lego 2 is like doubling up, I feel like. You know, it's like the yeah. same person. Yeah, I, I hear you. But yeah, I, uh, I, I, was, I was so on board with this trailer at the halfway point, and then it just kind of looked like a generic dreamworks animated movie even though this is not dreamworks it, it feels like that so mm. eh, when it comes yeah when it comes out i'll probably see it but i'll probably not but who knows what <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm sorry. Let's let's rewind that real quick. I'll so, probably see it, but I'll you probably, probably not. You probably will see it, but you probably will not. All right. Yeah. I don't think it's, that it's, word it's, means what you think it means. I, look, you literally just became a paradox. <laughs> I know it's it's a paradox because I'm like, you know what? I'm I'm not in the mood to see it, but I will probably end up seeing it for this podcast or for some other reason. I wouldn't do that to you. Guys. I'm just saying that right. I would not do that to you guys. I wouldn't do it to I myself, it. frankly. I appreciate it. <laughs> Unless there's literally nothing to review that weekend, then yeah. we might might. Have I will to say it. like the the '90s cartoon Garfield. I did used to watch, and I mm. like that. But it was so like I feel like the voice was so spot on. It was so sarcastic, so like go fuck yourself kind of yeah. attitude that Garfield had. It was great, and I feel like that's what you have to have to embody Garfield and like the cartoon that people love. And this is just like the sure. You're telling me you didn't love the voice of Bill Murray? I will say, I I, I will say as much as, as much shit as we give that movie, Bill Murray seems more appropriate to play Garfield than Chris Pratt. So yeah, I still think the whole behind the scenes story of why he agreed to do that movie is one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Oh, didn't he think it was like a different director? (laughs) He thought it, he thought it was Ethan Cohen, but his name was like Eaton Cohen. So like he thought he was working with a Cohen brother. (laughs) Right. right, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then and, he did that, a sequel for some reason. No, 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 no. <laughs> the, the, the only, no, no, no. The reason why the sequel, why he had to do a sequel, was he was contractually was it, obligated yeah, I was to, to say, do was a sequel. He... But the thing is, the mo- the first movie bombed in the U.S. Did gangbusters in the U.K. And so the there tale were like of two kitties was born. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why because it was in the U.K. I mean, oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie. It's going to be tough to top that sequel title if this movie does well enough to get a sequel. It's got its work cut out for it. But anyway. I don't know. Movie. Movies keep bombing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, to break up in between these two animated movie trailers, because we're going to be talking about another animated movie in a little bit. But we're going to move on to uh, our first look at the new Ghostbusters movie, the sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife, the you know legacy sequel that ended up doing really well at the box office, big hit with critics and audiences. And this one is called Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. We get our first trailer for it. Um, what do you guys think? Let's start with um, – who did I start with last time? I don't know. Flip a coin. You always start with Nancy. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 ahead, no. I, I don't always start. I went last. I went last. Yeah, go ahead, Andres. There you go. <laughs> Um, I will say uh, they definitely look like they escalated the budget from the last movie. Um, it looks a lot bigger in scope and in scale um, as opposed to the last film, which took place entirely in a small town. Um, I will say I am cautiously optimistic about this, but the boo. CGI elements sort of give me a little bit. <laughs> Fucking they, boo. They, 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 give, they give me a little bit of pause, but honestly, everything what I'm seeing, if it's done well, I'm very much on the side of Jason Reitman, um, who came back to write, not direct, but he's still executive producing the movie. But with, with his name still attached and him being very, very close to the project still, I'm pretty sure it's in good hands. But again, it feels like, a big CG action movie as opposed to what I know and love the Ghostbusters as. And at the very end, they do give like, I I do love the last moment of the trailer where they sort of give you the new crew of Ghostbusters and their costumes sort of resemble that. Um, the, uh, the, the, Oh my goodness. What is it called? The new Ghostbusters uh, cartoon or is it called the, yeah, I think it's called New Ghostbusters. <laughs> talking to the wrong people. No idea what you're talking about. It looks like the coats from the um, from the 80s animated series, which was really popular. And I was like, yeah. okay, so th- they're tipping their hat to that at least. So overall, there's a lot of good in this trailer. Cautiously optimistic. But, you know, with Jason Reitman still at the helm, I think it's probably going to be something great. Gotcha. Well, I mean, this is being directed by. Uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, with Jason Reitman still being involved, that's what I mean. Yeah. I know it's a different gotcha. director, and the entire reason why Reitman isn't back on board with this one is because I think he wants oh, yeah. some time off from well, yeah, it. Because, yeah, I mean, yeah, his father just died, and his and Ghostbusters was Ivan's was Ivan's little baby. <laughs> Right next to Jason. Baby. <laughs> it's all, Fuck you, Jason. This one's my baby, the Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. But how about you, Nancy? I mean, you said boo, so I don't know what that could mean for you. Yeah, I'm not cautiously optimistic. I am just optimistic. Oh, there it is. There <laughs> it is. Let the people know. I think mm-hmm. this looks really 
good. It's like, I don't know. I just, I just over like, ah, CGI, meh. Sorry, Archer. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, I think it looks really good. I love that they're bringing it back to New York. I love that they're having a new crew while still having the old original Ghostbusters in there. I will say we can maybe leave them to just consulting at this point. They don't need to like suit up and actually fight ghosts. It's okay. They can, you know, just be the helpers at this point. Uh, but no, I think it looks great. It does make me sad that Jason Reitman's not going to direct it. I loved his direction of the last movie, but mm-hmm. it's understandable. Considering we're already getting a trailer, I can imagine that they had to sh- start shooting probably like right after he passed away, I would imagine. Or, yeah. You know. So I know that has to be tough. Especially all the promos I saw. It was Ivan Reitman right next to Jason Reitman uh, helping him helping him direct <laughs> and, mm. and i say that because i think i saw some clips where jason right my head was like okay i'm directing don't forget <laughs> this yeah. movie. so i can Talk imagine that was, yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that was rough so i and under i can understand why but it does kind of suck not to have him back at directing but i'm optimistic i think it looks good yeah i mean i'm in the same boat as you nancy i actually like that this one looks more original and we're not like relying on nostalgia and like characters or people from the past like this actually looks like a new kind of threat which is exciting um it's kind of giving me like day after tomorrow meets ghostbusters kind of vibes and i'm totally in because that's one of like my favorite disaster movies if when you freeze a city man i'm in (laughs) Um, so you love batman and robin (laughs) all right let's pump the brakes okay there's pros and cons um but i'm in i like i think it still looks and feels like ghostbusters um i'm like i would say i'm more so cautiously optimistic just because jason reitman is in direct this one and the director of this one has only done like monster house and like city of ember so it's like very interesting backstory there but i'm you know cautiously optimistic it looks fun and i definitely was sold with like that last shot of the trailer where you see like the new crew and then you got paul rudd just going (laughs) i was like i love like paul rudd is so pitch perfect for this franchise i love it one of the best decisions they ever made um but yeah I'm excited. I'm excited to see what this new threat is. I like the fact that we're not hiding the fact that the OG crew is going to make an appearance. Like they just blatantly show you them in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, who, I don't know what capacity they're going to be in the movie, but it'll be nice to see them regardless. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm all, I'm all game. I love me some Ghostbusters, so I'm excited. Um, but speaking of sequels, we, we got another animated trailer, and that is for a sequel that I actually forgot was coming out next year. So good thing they showed a trailer, which is for... <laughs> Inside Out 2, that's right, they're making a sequel to Inside Out, one of Pixar's biggest hits, one of the most critically acclaimed movies, and we got our first little teaser trailer uh, this past week. What did we think about this one? We'll pivot to Nancy this time. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I feel <laughs> like I am probably one of, I, maybe it was just amongst my friends, but I really love the original, and I feel like a lot of people didn't love the original uh really? i think yeah. yeah well well i think because it I mean, we it's check not tomato. <laughs> it's not as geared towards kids as most pixar movies are i would say there's a lot of like talking about like poor memories and you know all that stuff but i really really loved it i loved you know tapping into those emotions that you have when you're younger and i love the overall message of you know, you have to feel that sadness first before you can allow yourself to be happy instead of just like pushing it aside and be like, no, I'm happy all the time. And mm-hmm. I think that's just such a great message for kids. So I was excited when they said they were going to do a sequel. I love that they're bringing in anxiety. Can relate to that one. Yeah, it's a great choice. check. <laughs> and there's <laughs> apparently going to be other emotions in there. So I, I love that aspect of it. The obvious downfall of this is that we're not going to get bill Hader back we're not going to get uh mindy kaling back and then yeah i remember saying that that those two aren't coming yeah and then for some reason uh lewis black i think is the one that does uh anger anger um i don't know why in the trailer it did not sound like him at all to me and i thought they had replaced him too so i went and checked i was like oh no he's still doing it i, I don't know what happened to his voice but it doesn't sound like him. It's so weird. So <laughs> this one, I'm just nervous that that's going to take me out of it because I love the original and, you know, not having those two on board just really sucks. So we'll see. But I'm 
I'm excited that this one's gonna have anxiety because I feel like, like I'm gonna be, it's gonna be it's gonna be very relatable. Weird to be excited about anxiety. <laughs> Listen, it's gonna be very relatable. Okay, it's gonna be. I feel like it's gonna be my comfort movie of like, oh yes, okay. Someone, oh, yeah, someone, someone sees see, me. someone sees me. <laughs> see, I knew, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Andres, where are you falling on this one? Triple dent gum. It makes you smile. <laughs> That's all I thought about when I saw this trailer. But anyway, <laughs> but um, uh, like honestly, yeah, I'm I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, very mixed emotions about it as well because I'd be more excited for this if this wasn't coming after a string of bombs from Pixar lately. And like, to me, it kind of feels like, man, we're not going to get an original film from Pixar, but at the same time, it's like, you know, a pretty big hit. I liked Elemental. But but was that Pixar? I thought thought that was Disney animation. No, that's Pixar. Oh, okay. It was, it was, it, it was fantastic. Yeah. But, um, but overall I will say that, uh, I'm very excited to see where this is going. And then also, you know, we already mentioned anxiety as well, but one of the things that was brought to my attention was the fact that, um, people were complaining about the fact that a lot of the female, um, emotions in the previous movie sort of didn't have like a zany or a weird design to them. And then immediately right off the bat, when you see anxiety, it looks, it has like all this, like really out there, like design work. So I'm like, all right, this looks pretty cool so far. So, and then honestly, it's, it's my Hawk anyway, um, doing the, doing the voice. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see. But why would they have, I don't know. That's a weird complaint. Cause I feel like fear was the only one who had like a weird, wonky design but because he's fear yeah yeah like fear and then also with anger with how short and stumpy he is like like it kind of felt like some of the other characters sort of had like a more zanier approach to the designs as opposed to you know the other characters which they all kind of look a little normal but yeah uh again again people just find things to complain about in this modern day and age come on (laughs) but otherwise i'm I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a long year to wait for this, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I might be in the minority of like, I really don't want an Inside Out sequel just because I love the first movie so much. And I just don't think we needed a sequel. Yeah. This, I just feel like it yeah. just feels like, OK, our first movie was really successful. We're going to make a follow up because money. Um, <laughs> and it's just like, OK, cool. I like that we're bringing anxiety in and all, but. I can't help but shake the feeling like, do we need this? Do we do yeah. I do we need this sequel? Like, I really just don't think we do. The first one I just felt like was so original, and I feel like it's going to be very hard for them to like find a new way in and kind yeah. of give us a story that feels oh as gosh. original and fresh. They better not bring back Bing Bong either. Like, no, they the fact not do that. No way. The, I just feel like they would for some reason. Don't do it. That was like, well, if the, they bring back Bing Bong, I'm a Bing bong them out of there. <laughs> bing bong I'm a bing bong And I'm that's the, the clip for this week, guys. <laughs> oh, no, I already know what the clip is. It ain't this one. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, I, I just feel like I can see them. I don't want them to take the route of like, you know, when you know, when Disney did all those like fucking sequels that went straight to DVD forever. Like, I don't want them to take that route where they uh bring back being bog and they try to like undo that just because it's like that was such a big moment that i didn't believe that they actually did in the first one it makes me cry every fucking time it's so emotional so i'm like don't undo it that was i feel like pixar wouldn't do that i feel like that's the one thing i always really enjoy about pixar they're not afraid to go to some darker territory and to take some risks especially when it comes to like characters dying or what 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 have you so um, I I was like that's yeah. that's one of those moments where I was like yes this is a Pixar movie this isn't mm-hmm. a typical animated movie they're not afraid to get a little bit heavy and that's why I love that I don't think they would undo that that would be so foolish let's hope right fast forward to like a year from now they fucking did it <laughs> <laughs> they fucking brought him back the bastards <laughs> they brought a big bug back it's good to see him again <laughs> oh gosh. God, if if that actually does happen, I just want to like yep. <laughs> just echo this clip. Yep. Just like put it just like let's just play the audio of what we thought a year ago. Yep. Save it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, it's 
Eh, whatever. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> like, know. It's just like, I'm just so sick of Pixar doing sequels, like make original movies, like Elemental. They're good. And like yep. people clearly will see them. So like just make original movies. That's why I'm excited for uh, I think it's like Elio. I think that's the other one that's coming out next year, uh, which which is like an original movie, which I'm excited for. No, yeah. I'll go watch the trailer. Well, you never watched that? Oh, wow. No. Oh, yeah, that came out a long time ago, that trailer. Looks good. Looks fun. Yep. All right. Hmm. I'll do it. Sweet. Well, speaking of space, look at that segue. I didn't even mean to do that. Sure. <laughs> You're like, well, you didn't watch the trailer, so I guess you don't know what it's about. Yeah. Um, I was like, anyway. sure, that connects somehow. <laughs> sure, that connects. Good. Good, good for you. Um, <laughs> my segues are getting so fucking loose at this point. <laughs> speaking of space, uh, <laughs> Uh, a big MCU movie having to do with space <laughs> came Thank out you. this past weekend. Uh, the Marvels, or um, Captain Marvel 2, as some people like to still call it for some reason, uh, came out this past weekend. Didn't do so hot at the box office. Kind of divided critics and audiences, it seems. Um, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to be talking spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, you're not going to want to keep watching or listening to this episode. But do come on back if you do uh, happen to check it out because we're going to be talking in depth about this one and you're going to want to tune in it's going to be a fun conversation so before we jump into spoilers just talk about generally what we thought about the movie then we'll dive on in so for you guys were you looking forward to this movie was it on your must-see list were you going in with low expectations let's start with you andres how did you feel going into this one and what did you generally feel about the movie G genuinely what i kind of felt about the movie before going into it was the original film was it, it's honestly it's in my bottom five of mcu movies not because of brie larson not because of anything else in particular it was more or less just because i, I like, felt i'm that not the, sexist you saw just i'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not <laughs> part of that crew but, but but but, but, see, but see but that proves my point exactly you can't say anything negative about that first movie otherwise you fall into that group that's telling everyone that this movie fucking sucks but anyway, I'm just going to be true to myself on this one. Um, so going into this, I kind going into this, I was very nervous because the issue is that not only are we following one character, but we're following two other characters as well. So we got three people that that were supposedly following throughout one movie, and then. <laughs> Yeah, adds up. Adds just up. checking your math, bud. Right. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, check my math. But anyway, you you can't you can't go into a movie that's less than two hours and think that with three leads, you're gonna get a big. You're gonna get like a. I don't know. It, it, it's it's to me it spells like a recipe for disaster. And honestly, coming out of this, I was really pleasantly surprised. I really enjoyed the hell out of this movie. It was a lot of fun. And, you know, it sucks because there, there, there's so many people out there that's like, oh, like, you know, like this is a god awful MCU movie. And I'm like, really? Is it worse than Ant-Man Quantumania? But, you know, it is what it is. But overall, I really enjoyed the hell out of this movie. I thought it was great. Okay. Yes. Look at that. Look at that fun underdog story. How about you, Nancy? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess going into this movie, I just was kind of like, eh. I didn't really care for it. Uh, Captain Marvel, I was fine with kind of the same boy as, boat as Andres. Uh, it had nothing to do with Brie Larson, I swear. Um, but you just turn it to Trump. Yep, exactly. <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> unbelievable, unbelievable. She was, she was great. <laughs> um, but no, I, I really enjoyed this movie. I think people, I don't know, like. I don't know why people are giving this movie such shit. It was fun. It was enjoyable. I wasn't bored with it. I felt like the comedy was great. Uh, you know, I've said on here before, there's been a few times where, like, I feel like the jokes go on too long or it's just, like, too on the nose. I can see them coming from a mile away. This was a lot of fun, and I laughed nearly the whole time. I love that they there were three female leads in this. I think it worked out well. And I did get a chance to see Miss Marvel before the movie, which was great. I think there you go. definitely so you should watch it before seeing this movie. You know, you don't have to. They definitely like catch you up, but I think it just helps connect to that character more. Um so I liked it. I don't know what everyone's fucking complaining about. It was great. I will say though, 
I never thought I would say this in a million years, but it probably could have done with being a little bit longer. I think yeah. there the ending was a little abrupt. I think there were some things that they could have fleshed out more. One particular scene they probably could have cut down a little bit. Um, I know exactly what you want you're talking about. <laughs> but other than that, it was fantastic. I just think they sh they shouldn't have been so set on making it under two hours. I think it would have been fine with being like a little over two hours. So that's mm. my main complaint with the movie, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm happy to hear that you two are in a similar boat that I'm in because <laughs> um, I remember like like I saw this movie at an early screening and I saw Doctor Strange 2 at an earlier screening. And I remember watching both of these movies and having a blast with both of them and thinking, oh, other other people are going to love this. And then literally the embargo lifts and I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, fuck. Okay. Uh, all right. But it's like, I had a really good time. But at least this time, I think there were a lot more people who were on board with the movie I saw where mm -hmm. I had a blast with this movie. I think this is the most fun I've had with a Marvel movie in a long time. And I love the fact that it's not so overly concerned with setting up this or, you know, acknowledging the grander MCU. It just wants to have fun with its three female leads and, you know, some fun action sequences. And I love that. And this is easily, in my opinion, like one of the funniest Marvel movies, like where I would say like 98% of the humor really works. I mean, we're doing large part to Aman Vellani, who is the MVP of this movie as Miss Marvel. <laughs> Almost everything she said was gold and like just completely destroyed in and my the theater. Mom. Oh, her whole family's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Like, like I'm glad that they utilized her family a lot more and showed that, like, dynamic. That was really smart. Um, and just everyone in this movie is fantastic. The movie overall, I just I had a huge smile on my face throughout the entire thing. It's not perfect, but I this is far better than I thought it was going to be. And this is someone who really just did not like the first movie, thought it was super bland, mediocre, forgettable. And this is the first time where they actually, like, utilized Brie Larson's charm and charisma as an actress. This is the first time I actually liked her as the character, where I actually, like, wanted to see more of her. And in fact, that was, like, one of the like minor complaints I have about the movies that I wish we actually spent more time with Captain Marvel and got to kind of maybe see more of her journey leading up until this point. You know, one of the big criticisms I think a lot of critics are making out there that I do say I like I do agree with a little bit is that it does feel like there's a big chunk of her story that's just missing between, you know, the last time we saw her and now, like where we could have maybe caught up with her a little bit more, you know, really get into her mindset a little bit more and just kind of learn a little bit more about what she's been through up until this point. But uh, it's mainly just because, like, I liked Brie Larson so much better here that I, I just naturally wanted to see more of her. And it was the first time I had felt that way. So that was a huge win for the movie. And, you know, Tayona Paris, fantastic. Amon Vellani, great. The three of them have amazing chemistry. I loved seeing them interact. I mean, there's a couple of scenes of this movie that ha I had the biggest goofy smile on my face, like that whole scene where let's just do spoilers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into yeah, it. Let's just do it. Uh, like that whole scene where they're like trying to hone their like new abilities and like how to figure out like how to like, yeah. control their powers where it feels like almost like a slumber party where they're just kind of trying to figure things out. And I was like, yeah. this is great. This is what this movie should be. Just like yes. girls geeking out about having these powers, enjoying each other's company. And I really like that the movie tapped into Captain Marvel's loneliness and how good it felt to actually have company and friends and stuff like that. I thought that was great. Samuel L. Jackson's having the time of his life. I loved seeing that. Just it's just a fun fucking movie. It's just yeah. it's fun, man. Yeah. Like not every Marvel movie needs to be this high stake, super serious, world ending thing. Let's just have a goofy ass time in space. Let's do it, and it's yeah. great. It's great. I enjoyed it. Oh, there was so the fight scene when they first are like Fantastic. they can't fi figure out their powers and they keep switching on accident. Oh, that was that was great. Oh, it was so good, and the music to this. Oh, I loved oh, it. Great. Oh, yeah. Nia, Nia DaCosta, great choice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and also for anybody that's kind of just going, oh, like what is called like most of the flaws are in this movie are near Costa's fault. I will I will say probably maybe about more of the problems I have with it don't stem from her direction in any way, yeah, shape no. or form. Maybe in one scene, but that we, we get well, we're already in spoilers right now. Yeah. I mean, like. I really enjoyed the majority of this movie. I think the editing is all over the place in terms of just the cuts and also just some, there, there were certain points where I kind of felt like the scene didn't end, like the scene wasn't finished. And then we moved on to another scene and I was like, wait, uh, what, 
what happened right here. I mean, especially with yeah. all the scenes with the uh, with the villain. I I'm blanking on her name. God, well, that's but- fair because she's one of the most forgettable villains. Yeah, I would say that's <laughs> ever yeah. like, ever like talk about a phase one. Just throw him in the trash villain. Like, oh no, oh no, so no, no. This, this is a phase two villain. Like, that's I, the thing. This movie feels more like a phase two movie more than anything else to me. But, but is that like a bad thing? No. I feel like the actress did a really good job. She was I fine. It wasn't like, her fault. Yeah, yeah, no. I feel like we. It felt like going on a roller coaster, and then all of a sudden we go boop. And it's like, wait, hold on. I thought we had like this a big scene coming up, or like you know, more like there was to potential. It. It was, there was yeah, potential. there was so much potential mm. there, and then it was just like we saw her for two scenes and like one fight scene. Yeah, it just felt like Ronan two point <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there you go. Even that. There yeah, but go. I actually enjoyed Ronan more because I just thought he had like a cooler look and presence. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think- oh, sorry. Nice. There it is. There's <laughs> the moment. Oh. There's the moment. You go. Uh. Yeah. No, I just think that was my my biggest qualm with the movie is at the end, it felt like we were going to get this bigger fight scene or there was going to be yeah, more very to anticlimactic, it. Yeah. And, you know, they fight a little and then she dies. And it's like, oh, okay. You know, the whole thing was her trying to get the the cuffs and, you know, do something with them. And it was just like, and she dies. And so I just, yeah, it was just very anticlimactic. And also I was like, guys, you have her pinned down. Just take the fucking cuffs off her first before you try to save her like what are you doing so yeah (laughs) there was another element during that entire fight where like you know anytime anytime the villain was was going to attack them she would always power up her band and i was thinking that they were going to be like wait a minute kamala has that band captain marvel you are a freaking living battery why don't you just charge her up and have her beat the shit out of her but you know again it's my minor minor nitpicks with that i mean some of the bigger complaints i do have um more stem from uh the, the humor on the singing planet i'm sorry oh but that i love one, that uh, so, i hated uh, i really that, loved i love that whole it. sequence <laughs> it just went on too long yeah it definitely went it, it, on too well, long yeah i mean i mean like i thought it was a great gag at first and then it just kept going on. And I was like, oh my God. Now now they put in like this entire like like dance sequence in there and stuff like that. Like it's it, and from what I've heard about test screenings with this movie is that that scene went on for like another 20 minutes. Jesus. And and I'm like, yeah, no, that, that was a good idea to cut that down. When they cut that down to where it was. But honestly, the, the the moments I really loved about this movie were the moments that we got to spend time with with um with with all three leads interacting with each other but probably my favorite scene out of the entire movie it has to be after they mind meld and they see the uh, and they see Monica Rambo's thoughts and then they see um Captain Marvel's thoughts about about um Monica's mom passing away and then you sort of get that small interaction right there and then as soon as they come out Monica Monica is like, emo- she's so emotional. And then right there, freaking Kamala Khan just has to come in with the hug. And then my, like one of my favorite moments of humanizing um, uh, Captain Marvel as well is like right when Kamala like hugs her and then he goes, get, like, get your ass here. Get your ass here to hug your, your, your little niece. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like moments like that, like small understated moments where we got to see these characters interact with each other. I mean, I kind of feel like some of the scenes could have gone on a little longer and I would have wanted more of that. But yeah, yeah. From- maybe a little more of that little less of the singing <laughs> planet. <laughs> but it still worked. I I, I was cracking yeah. up when he was uh, Monica was like, wait, he can just talk. He doesn't have to sing. She's like, oh, yeah, he's bilingual. <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Oh, Teona Paris was so funny in that fucking scene, mm-hmm. though. Oh, my God. Oh, like, yeah. When she's like jamming out in the corner, she's like. <laughs> Oh yeah, I was like, I was losing. I was like, everyone's having a blast. I love Aren't it. You dancing, <laughs> I am dancing. Um, so good. But I think I I like that about Brie Larson. You know, uh, Captain Marvel is that she definitely has this wall up from, you know, uh, annihilating a planet on accident, essentially. And you know, she, you hear that she doesn't like being called that because she feels really guilty. So I think a lot of this movie is about her having that wall up and. I think 
uh, Kamala definitely helps bring that down and like connects them together, which is perfect because it's like there are three of them. So I think that's a perfect way to like get them, you know, on the same playing field and, uh, you know, just I don't know, just it works. I love it. Yeah. And I feel like that also like helped flesh out like why uh, Captain Marvel like didn't go back and visit, you know, her niece where she's like, mm-hmm. I felt ashamed. I didn't want to, you know, have you see me that way. I wanted to fix things before I came back. And then, you know, um, Monica just goes like, you know, like we're family. It's like, it doesn't matter. It's like, you, you need to come, like, you need to be here for us. Like, it's like, I needed you. I needed my aunt. And like, you should have come back. And like, there was a great, like, there's a lot of good friction there and, but in reparations, but there's still a lot of like warmth and love and care there. So like the gradual evolution of that, like, you know, uh, relationship from like being awkward and, you know, really tense to like really warm and loving by the end. Like it felt earned. Like I loved their interactions together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And their interactions with all three characters, there, there's so many different layers that you can peel from every single one of them. Whereas like, you know, from Captain Marvel's perspective, you know, she's dealing with the fact that because she's an absentee um, from earth, she has to deal with the ramifications of like, Oh, I wasn't here for my family. And the ramifications of what it's like to have someone adore you. And then the other thing too is coming from Kamala's side. I thought it was really interesting in the fact that she's like, Oh my God, I get to hang out with my hero. And then there's this other person that is technically family with her and is like, I know her far less than you do. And this is just like, like it's, it's really, really interesting dynamic that they have with all three characters interacting with one another. And Honestly, I wanted to see so much more of that. Like, this is one of those things where it, uh, like, like I, I hate saying this, it could have either been uh, a little longer or it could have been a Disney Plus show. But I think with where they had it at, I think it could have been. I, I think, I think it was just right, but could have been just a little more. That's that's all I'm saying. Yeah, it's it's the rare Marvel movie where it actually could have been better if it was longer, just to flesh out yeah. some of the characters a little bit more, especially the villain. Um, and just kind of put a little bit more meat on the bones in this one. I just, it felt like there was a lot left on the cutting room floor. Um, I'd, 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 be, I'd be interested to see like deleted scenes of this one. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> oh, just, yeah. Just, just nothing from that planet unless, unless it adds. Oh, more you don't want to see character. the extended cut? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't, I don't want to see 20 more minutes of that planet. No. We do, we do have to talk about Khan's favorite needle drop, which, was also mine was the the kitty scene where they're I love playing the kitty scene that's kids. the scene oh, yeah. where you're either on board or you're not yes where they're <laughs> playing misery from cats in the background which is so fucking hilarious yes. i loved it and it, i think that was one of the moments i did love with brie larson and the more comedic side oh, I, love I have that. to say in captain marvel it didn't work for me just like her line delivery i don't know what it was she definitely hit the mark on the the dramatic side but like the humor just didn't work but for me in this movie it did and i love when she was like so we're literally hurting cats she's like okay and then she's like come here kitty it was great i was like yeah that's the that's the brie larson i want there it is Mm -hmm. oh yeah yeah. and 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 that and and it shows exactly what she's capable of in this role as well too but really quick before we drift too far away from it um did you guys what theater did you guys go see uh this movie at did you go to an AMC or a Regal or what? Uh, I went to an AMC. They showed it in I went IMAX. to AMC. Uh, okay. Did you guys notice the popcorn buckets that were in the concession? No. No. <laughs> okay. So I remember going over to the concession and I saw these like weird brainy things. And I'm like, what is that? I mean, that's probably for just oh, like, it's probably like something else. And then apparently it's, it's, and I saw it pop up in the movie. I'm like, oh, it's those eggs. What are, what are yeah, those? I don't want to eat my popcorn out of that. I'm yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's so, it's so bizarre. I mean, like the marketing for this movie is just bizarre on so many fronts. I mean, like, oh, it was for, awful. It, it, yeah, it, it was yeah. it was utterly it was utterly terrible. It was very mismanaged. They didn't know exactly where to pivot to because that first trailer was very centered on introducing all three of them, and then the next trailer was centered on only Carol, and then the next two trailers, including the final one, they kept using footage from all the old Avengers movies for more than half of the trailer, <laughs> and they kept showing 
Thanos basically saying, there will be somebody there who will continue my work and cutting to the villain. And I thought, oh, my God, is this where we're going to get like a disciple of Thanos in some way, shape or form, or maybe a disciple of Thanos from another dimension? I mean, I mean, all the stuff that I was thinking of was far more interesting than what they decided to do. No, but see, that's what they wanted you to think so that yeah. you'd actually go and see it. And in God, that that's such... I hate also when they also when they tease, uh, she's like, "Oh, I know someone," or like, "I called someone," and that ends up being uh, oh, Tessa Valkyrie, Thompson. yeah, Valkyrie, and you know, it it definitely plays out like it's going to be a bigger moment in the trailer, and then she's like, "Hey, your Uber hmm. ride's here, <laughs> okay, bye." <laughs> like that's yeah. essentially what it was. I was yeah. like, "That's okay, cool." Yeah, but that moment where Valkyrie shows up. I mean, did did anyone else get the slight hint that her and Captain Marvel might have might have might have been together at some point? No. Nope. Really? <laughs> no. I don't, nope. I didn't really get Women that vibe. Women can be just good friends, Andres. Really? Uh, like like the the two <laughs> yes, that really. I went to go see this movie, they were like, "Yep, no, they probably definitely hooked up at some point." Because 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 th- there was there was sort of like that familiarity between the this two. Fan like, fiction that we're hearing. No. <laughs> uh, fine. Plus, she's married. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. Only on paper. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> this this theory brought to you by Andres. <laughs> Yeah, now that's to next time I, I watch it, I'm gonna pay attention. More yeah, attention. I definitely feel yeah. like I need to rewatch the scene now. Oh, because like yeah. they smile a lot at each other. Oh man, I they agree. be smashing. <laughs> <laughs> they be smashing. <laughs> oh goodness. <Yeah>. No, no. <laughs> but before we forget, we gotta talk about the credit scene. Yes. So the big the big scene here was the mid credit scene, which a lot of people had a feeling of what it was gonna be. I did um, not so- I did not. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm just saying most. Well, I did a I didn't little bit, all. but not. Um, so at the end of the movie, uh, Tana Paris has to make her, you know, uh, Monica has to make a big sacrifice where she has to like stitch the universe back together, essentially. And she from ends up getting trapped. Y- yeah, from the reason. inside. And she gets trapped in this alternate um, reality or this alternate universe. And we see that she wakes up in a hospital bed and sitting next to her is someone who looks exactly like her mom, but isn't her mom. And then we hear a familiar voice which happens to be Hank McCoy, a.k.a. Beast, from X-Men. And that's right, we are now in the X-Men universe. It is confirmed. Mutants are indeed coming. Um, I have thoughts about <laughs> this scene. Boo. Really? Really the main thing? Oh, God, he, Beast looks so bad. Why did they <laughs> yeah, CGI him? Right? Like, he uh, looks so good. He looks so good with the, like, looks, the fur and everything, uh, yeah. like from the original oh, movies. X-Men yeah, too? absolutely. Oh, he looks so good. But I gotta he say, looks so bad here, like distractingly as, bad. As Not X Men Two. <laughs> it is well, X Men Two United, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It, it doesn't fucking matter. It's X Men Two X Two, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but I gotta say, the second I heard his voice, I was like. So fucking excited! I think it would have been better if they literally just kept it his voice because you still would have been able to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has I, a very distinctive voice. Yeah, this yeah, way, like Kelsey you can like Grammer, work on the CGI if that's how you're going to do it. Jesus, Kelsey but, Grammer is beast. He is such a perfect, oh, he's perfect, personally yeah. beast. Oh, I love it. And then, uh, oh, when they show the fight scene in the third X Men, it's amazing. Love it. And I hope they stick to that. But yes, he, I was like, I don't know why they went to CGI. The practical makeup oh, looks just looks so It always good. looks better. Is, Literally, it was just like, I was taking your vitals. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, just so janky. So janky. Yeah. It, it, oh was, it, was, it was very janky. But honestly, I, I see the reason why they decided to do the CGI version in order to make it more comic accurate and make him more like he's got the big giant build on the top and he's got the very slim, uh, slender body on the very bottom. That's the trilogy. I mean, he did look like that, but I, but I feel like what they did with this version is that they made him more look more like the comic because he's more taller, and they made him look more comic accurate. And I, I get why they did it. Didn't necessarily work for me either. Like, if anything, I think the CG in that scene was rushed. And oh, you can, oh, it definitely needed well, more yeah. time. There was no it, it, it way de- it was ready. No. It, it, it definitely needed more time. And honestly, the 
the proof is right on screen with the um, with the VFX artists all going on strike as well too really soon, or unionizing. I mean, like this is this is just it's just a small taste, guys. <laughs> but I feel like when they first showed him, I heard someone in my theater go, "Oof." <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Yep, that, that that's how I feel yeah. right now." Because I like mm-hmm. it was like I couldn't really pay attention to what he was saying because I was so distracted by how yeah. bad the CGI Either was. Either make it better or just go back to just be like, Oops, yeah. and put him in makeup." I don't. Oops. I, I don't yeah. There's also I, a part I, of me that maybe feels that Kelsey Grammer only agreed to come back if he didn't have to do makeup. That's <laughs> that was the other thing because there's shit also takes a possibility. Like six hours. Yeah, it's probably really yeah. time consuming, and he didn't want to do was, that again. That that was the entire reason Alan Cumming was not in uh, X three is yeah. because he he was he was fighting for Nightcrawler to have to to be white for the majority of the movie, and be, because the the makeup took almost eight or nine hours every day, and it's freaking hell. And that fool I mean, had like hooves and shit. Yeah, and he had the hooves, and he also had the the freaking scars that you had to put on. So of course that's going to make it even longer. Oh yeah. But but yeah, it's uh, it's but honestly, I I I. I I see why they did the CGI, but I don't like it. I don't like it. And then also because it's our first taste of the X-Men 2, it kind of leaves a sour taste in my mouth. I mean, I'm like, fuck, is this what we're going to get with every single X-Men going forward? I mean, granted, we have, I mean, the the only only, uh, MCU movie that's going to be coming out in the next year is Deadpool 3, which they have at least six or seven months to work on that and get that as good as they possibly can. Thank God we're now officially out of the strike, too. But, you know, God, the MCU, they really need to work on their VFX and don't don't just push it out and make it look horrible. (laughs) But aside from that, I'm excited. I am excited. I don't know. I just... I love the X-Men so much, and I swear to God, they better bring Rogue in with her fucking powers. It's like, I love the X-Men, so you know, but, it, but it's almost you know, like I kind of like liked that they had their own universe. Because I, I don't know. It's just like I feel like mixing them now with like these MCU I just don't know if it's going to work. We'll see. I know everyone's been wanting this for so long, and yes, it is exciting, but this definitely makes me cautious even though i do think uh lashana lynch i think is yeah. you know uh, i think i'm assuming she's storm that's what i'm assuming no i don't think yep. she's storm. no her outfit no? definitely is not storm yeah then what is she no, no, and no, storm she, has she's, an she's, accent too yeah no she's uh lashana lynch is i i believe she's that universe's captain marvel really yeah mm. i don't know it didn't really look like it um, mm. i don't know about that I think she has. To, I feel like she has to be some X Men, maybe that we forgot about. I don't know. Wow, I totally thought I she was Storm. <laughs> I don't think she's Storm. No, because Storm isn't like Storm has an accent in every version that is Storm. I don't think they would just not in the original movies. <laughs> no, no, no. She, she, yeah, she had. Does. She, 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 she had the accent. Accent. No, she, just, she had. She had the accent for the first yeah, movie. For the first and then, movie, and then, and then, and then the second it. one they dropped yeah, it. Yeah, it was, like, it was so right, bad. Just, 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 just be there. Yeah, I got to say, like, she ditched that accent yeah. fast. I'm gonna say it was a great accent. I just it, yeah. it was there at some point. Yeah, right, we'll see. No, Halle Berry ditched that accent faster than Elizabeth Olsen ditched her accent in the MCU. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was the? Uh, I, I couldn't stick around for the. I guess the post credit one. What was that? Was uh, that like a gag just, or something? Yeah, it was just audio. It wasn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, perfect. It, it was the cats. Yeah. No, no. But, but, I knew but, it was the cats. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 it was. It was just. It was just cats. Literally, just just going meow and eating stuff, and that's about it. All right. Perfect. I didn't miss a thing. Beautiful. No, you didn't miss anything. No, you're good. Yeah. No, no. If if anything, I think the more appropriate, um, if if they were to turn this into an end credit sequence, was the scene where Kamala is recruiting um, Kate Bishop oh, I love into that. the Young Avengers. Oh, I thought yeah, that was yeah, great. Yeah. She's using the exact same line that Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury yeah. used in the first Iron Man, but she's fumbling because she's a kid. Like it was great. It was just like. Oh yeah, you, you think you're the only kid superhero out there? And, and then there's that moment from Kate where she's like, I could say no, but you know what? I kind of like her. I'll, I'll, I'll oh, run with this. I can't wait to see more Kate Bishop. I love, love how she's like, I'm, I'm in my 20s. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm in my yeah, 20s. Yeah, man, Young Avengers, let's go. Yeah, that's going to be exciting. Love it. I'm excited for that. That's going to be great. But uh, what would we, is there anything else you guys wanted to mention about the movie maybe we haven't touched on or you feeling good? I feel good about it. Feel good. Feel good. All right. As soon as we stop recording, you're like, fuck. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's always how it goes. Yeah, that's usually what happens. Um, but out of five pines, what would we give the Marvels? Mm, I'm going 
gonna give it three and three-fourths. What is that? I'm gonna give it three and two <laughs> shots. How about that? All right. <laughs> okay. And almost four. <laughs> almost four. Okay, Andres, almost how about you? Four. I'm going to give it one star for every member of the Marvel. So that's one, two, oh, three. And then I'm going to give it half a star for a half developed villain. So three and a half. Okay. <laughs> you could have just said three and a half. Uh... <laughs> yeah, but we're in a pint system here, not a villain system. Unbelievable. Respect the system, respect the rating system. Fuck um, the pints. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to give it four you. out of five. I honestly had a blast with it. Um, like I said, I, I don't think it's perfect. The villain is really lackluster. I, I do wish it was a little bit longer and we got to flesh out some characters a little bit more, but I mean, this has been a wildly uneven journey since Endgame where there's been some great projects. There's been some mediocre ones, some t like just bad ones. Um, it's just been a bumpy ride, but I think that this is one of the best things to come out since Endgame. It's just one of the more consistently entertaining entries it's not concerned with the grand scheme of the mcu it just wants to give you a good time and give you a fun comic book movie i feel like a lot of these marvel movies now they're they're forgetting that comic book movies are really supposed to be like fun and that they don't need to be these grand events every single time so it was nice to see a more small scale marvel film or small stakes marvel film rather that I could have a blast with. And I think it's one of their most fun entries and I thought it was a good time. So let us know in the comments if you have seen the Marvels, what you think of it. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Do you think it's okay? Let us know. And definitely let us know what you think of the trailers for Inside Out 2, Ghost, Post Ghost Boosters. Ghost, Ghost Protocol. Boosters. <laughs> Ghost Boosters. Who are you going to call? <laughs> the Ghost Boosters. <laughs> like the junior version of Ghostbusters. Exactly. <laughs> um, Ghostbusters. But, but let us know what you think of the trail for Ghostbusters, Frozen Empire, and Garfield. Uh, thank you for tuning into another new episode. We're happy that we could give you a bonus episode here, if you will. Um, and thank you for tuning into a brand new episode of Film on Tap. And before we head on out, we're going to let you know where you can find us on the interwebs if you haven't done so already. Andres, where can the fine people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Galagos. You can also find me on twitch.tv as Galagos209. You can also find me on threads as Galagos. And you can also find me on this on this channel <laughs> there you go folks. wow this right <laughs> on here. this thing <laughs> on this thing. <laughs> this thing right here yep nancy my turn at pl underscore band-aid on twitter and instagram and of course here put it in the comments i respond to them all there you go uh and uh if you want to find me guys you can find me on twitter and instagram at tom chattelbash and uh facebook and youtube at chattelbash reviews and of course here on the film on tap podcast and thank you once again for tuning into a brand new episode a film on tap, or we've got the tap that never runs out. We'll see you guys in the next new episode. Take care. Bye. Peace.